Hello, party people. This is the Just Ideas podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy, and these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we sell you on commercial real estate. We get you investing with as little as $1 from the top gurus across the nation. One day, McIntyre Jr. sprints down the stairs and goes, Dad, 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 I just heard that flippity-flop house flippers are coming to town, and the first 15 people that call get tickets. And you know, Dad, I was thinking, there's this house across the street, and it's for sale. We could really learn something. What do you think? Is real estate the move? Well, before we get to real estate, my, one of my father's favorite jokes when uh, we were growing up, so this would be a very old joke. He said, you put in an ad, you saw an ad in a newspaper, it says, um, send away for a book on how to make a million dollars. Yeah. And you send away for the book, and they send you a book that says, put an ad in a newspaper telling people how to make a millionaire by putting the ad in a book. <laughs> so the thing about those real estate things is they're, they're making money telling you how to do it, not actually doing it. Right. So, of course, it's tricky, right? People, people make money in real estate, but it's very tricky. So I want to tell you a story about I'm sitting on a plane next to this guy, and you might think that I just irritate people on our podcast, but <laughs> I, I do it manually. Ah, manually. So I sit on the airplane, and the guy in the middle seat sitting next to me starts a conversation with me, which is odd, because <laughs> in sensibility to people of your generation, I now understand we're not supposed to talk to anybody under any circumstance. No, makes them uncomfortable. That's right. So I was going to sit there and mind my own business. He started talking, and the reason he was talking is because he wanted to tell me that he'd made millions of dollars recently selling his high-tech company, yeah. and he was off to some um, seminar on the West Coast to learn how to make money in commercial real estate. Very impressive. So I'm going to assume he had millions of dollars. Yeah. And he's going into commercial real estate, just like young Macklejack. That's right. Right? So I probably shouldn't have done this. But I said to him, you know, I'm a business professor, so I can't help but make a few observations. <laughs> That's how it always starts. So I said to him, you ever think of this? If you buy a property... Every single person doing commercial real estate in that area passed on it, and you decided to take it. Yeah. I said, so think about this for a minute. Wherever you decide to buy commercial real estate, there's old guys who've been buying real estate in that area for 40 years. They had a look at it and said, let you have it. Doesn't that make you nervous? Makes you a little nervous, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You do have to start somewhere. And where, would you, where do you think you start? Maybe not at a seminar. Well, you don't start with bag loads of money, ah, right? The, the guy who's been doing it for 40 years, he bought a flop house, you know, put a roof on it, threw up a little paint, learned a ton, sure. right? And it learned a ton about what goes wrong and how to price things, right? And then he, then he got a little more expensive one. Then he made a mistake, almost went under. But his <laughs> wife, you know, paid off his loan and he had to get a day job, right? And yep. then over a period of years, he learned. And it's a feel and it's experience, it's nothing anyone can tell you for a sem in a seminar. So I thought I was doing this guy a, fee uh, uh, you know, a, a favor. A favor, because that's a freaky feeling that you're the only one who wanted it. That is a freaky feeling, saying what, what's wrong with me if I think it's good and everyone else says yeah, the forget house, about it. The house was for sale and you got it. That's right. So I have a philosophy. I think, I think a key to being upper middle class is never invest in anything. 
Never invest in anything at all. No, because you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to be upper middle class, you have to assume nothing's going to work. Okay. So my friend came up to me and said, hey, there's this new bank starting. We can, we can buy shares of stock in this new bank. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and they're like, why not? I said, my philosophy would be any good investment would have been sucked up by rich people before it got to me. It's an interesting theory. So they used to have this, this thing, and I don't know if you've seen this, that you could buy ATM machines. And then you plan them around town and you get like 75 cents on every transaction. I have a buddy that does that in Stillwater. Yeah. And my thought is, it's not going well. I don't know. I haven't asked him recently. How could it go well? The people are going to take all the good spots and then they're going to sell you a machine for the bad spots. Right? But I mean, the best spot has to be at the bank. Right, and then someone's got a big contract with like all the good spots are going to be taken. You, that, that kid's probably got an ATM right on his own porch. <laughs> he may, but I'll tell you what, he's a little clever. He's putting them in all the weed dispensaries that are popping up in Stillwater. Well, now that okay, he's on to something. He might be on to something. Right? Yeah. Now none of those people have any money, but they will tr- still try to use the machine to, to get, get out fifteen weed. bucks. I'd, I'd have it available for fives. I would do twenties <laughs> only at, at the weed store. So anyway, back to this guy. So so he, you know, he, basically the punchline of the story is he becomes irritated with me. Sure. And I said because you know the. This is this is an experience game, and and you know because a person's good in one business, doesn't necessarily mean what you, you did to succeed in your high tech company is what's going to succeed in this in this real estate company. It's true. And and first he started um, getting getting mad at me. Then he stopped wanting to talk to me. <laughs> and and then I but before he got mad at me, I said, now think about this. You put your money in the stock market. And he goes, stop right there. Did you see how much the stock market went down in 2008? I said, did you see how much rent went down in 2008? What say, happened to commercial real estate? I was going to say, what happened to real estate in 2008? I said, before I was sold on real estate, I said, you might look at how fast did the stock market come back and how fast did commercial real estate come back? Yeah, that seems pretty simple. You might well look at it. Yeah, it's a good right? metric. I said, the other thing you have to think about if you're just worried about the stock market is if you buy stock, Right? You can you can get in and out with a click of a finger. It's true. You buy commercial real estate, sign goes up, doing repairs, inspections, and you're trying to dump a house during a, a financial decline, it's gonna be it's gonna be a disaster. I said and the real truth is we're all in this thing together, right? When when the stock market goes down, everything goes down. People lose their job, right? People can't pay their rent. Commercial real estate goes down. Residential real estate goes down. The whole... Whole nine yards. Yeah, and uh, it was all... To him, it was all bad news. He ended up... Um, he made a face at me and put his headphones on. He put his headphones on? And he was, he think, was done with me. Well, I think it's because he may maybe started to feel like he was getting taken for a walk, as they say. And I had a buddy. He was telling me this hilarious story about this girl he knew in college. And he was just talking to her. And she was saying, yeah, I was involved in something. And it's really cool. It's not a pyramid scheme, which is just what you want to hear when you're talking to someone. And she says it's more of like a circle where all the money kind of just flows throughout each other. And while I don't make money now, I did make $1,000 much later on. And my friend Brock, he's immensely clever. And he goes, because he wanted to ask a question without asking deliberately, like, are you crazy? He said, what'd you spend your $1,000 on? And you know what she said? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've talked about this before. This is the, what we're going to call the, the Jimmy Garoppolo theory. The Jimmy Garoppolo. You call him Johnny Garoppolo. Yeah, I couldn't remember which the right name was. <laughs> so the whole theory was that the reason you had to say that Johnny Garoppolo was not going to be bad 
is because he was going to be bad. Right. So why on earth would you have to say it's not a pyramid scheme? <laughs> because it is. Because it is a pyramid scheme. That's right. Why do I wear shirts that say life is good all the time? You got to think life is Because life is, is dark. not good. <laughs> if life was good, I would not need that shirt. No shirt. Sure. Right? That's, that's the subtle art not giving an F book where it's just happy people just are. They don't need to tell you I'm happy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what this guy, and this is the reason I wanted to tell this story. I don't know how it's working out as a podcast, but the thing that dawned on me is is if you're that guy, right? Our, our whole thing is you got to face reality. Right. So his thought was, I've thought about the things you've said, and I believe I'm comfortable going forward despite them. Right. Or you are a business professor. You bring up I- interesting points. I've enumerated them on my pad. I'm going home to study them. Yeah. But what you don't not do is get mad because there's only one reason you get mad. On our li- I don't know what order these things are coming out, but I asked you in another podcast, you go into a room with 300 people and say you're stupid, who gets mad? Tell them. The stupid people. That's right. Right? So <laughs> if this guy is getting mad at me, it means he hasn't thought of it. He doesn't have an answer. He thinks it means he can't buy commercial real estate, so he's gotten mad. And I predict he's going to buy it anyway, and it's not going to end well. But when people tell you about your warts and they tell you what's wrong with you, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to look into it. I hear you. I'm going to look into it. Right? That's the person who's going to end up winning, which is why I think what we do is not just try to irritate people. We try to get people to think about things. I like it. I like it a lot. If I had to say one last thing, I think when he put on his headphones, he probably plugged in Gary V's podcast telling him he just needs to get his head in the game and just do it. What do you think? Gary V. Low-hanging fruit. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, for Just Ideas, my name's Andy, and that's Andy.